0: Your hour of Thrive Time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. The
1: Jay Mamie Talk Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Once again, this Sunday morning, your hour of Thrive Time now begins. We're excited to have you on our show today. Well, we've got a fantastic show in store for you because I've always been a big fan of people that are making impact. People that really are going out of their way to make others' lives better in the sense of helping them thrive in whatever area they're thriving in. So today's show is one of those favorites that I am quickly becoming a fan of, and that is Spotlight Sunday. And we tend to do Spotlight Sunday, the last Sunday of every month. So if you are listening to us, sure, if you've been a devoted follower and listener of this program, you know that Sundays, that last Sunday of every month, is Spotlight Sunday. And I look forward to those because it gives me a chance to really bring forth to you People that are doing fantastic things around the country, around the world. It just so happens today we're going to talk to people that are doing some amazing things right here in the Dallas area. Uh, But we have this episode happening every last Sunday of the month. So if you've not caught our prior shows, our prior Spotlight Sundays, make sure that you visit our show site the jmaymetalkshow.com, and check out the archive section. There you're going to find all of our episodes, the Spotlight Sundays, the Impact Spotlights, and all of our prior episodes, which are now being downloaded and heard in the thousands by many of you that are following our show now uh, around the world, by the way, not just locally here in Dallas, but we have a following that is growing locally, nationally, nationally, and internationally, and that's exciting to see and hear so many of you tuning into our program week after week. And by the way, you you've got my word you've got my my ultimate promise here that May's programming, which is right around the corner, is going to be fantastic. We've got incredible individuals coming on the show in May. We've got NFL Pro Super Bowl champions coming on the show uh, in May. We've got a three-time Emmy Award winner coming on the show in May. We've got one of the top sales teachers and mentors on the planet coming on to the show in May. So our programming for May is going to be fantastic, so make sure that you mark it down on your calendar so you could be a part of it. But today's Spotlight Sundays features four individuals that are really doing something incredible. One of the founders, one of the, actually not one of the founders, the founder of an organization that's really making an impact here in Dallas is with us this morning as our first Spotlight guest. We're going to hear from her in a little bit, but Rebecca Flores Castro, the founder of iConnect. Texas is with us this morning. And then we have the Taylor Mastermind Group, the founder of the Taylor Mastermind Group, Burnell Taylor, who's expanding his mastermind group in Dallas, will be here with us to explain to us what he's doing and why he's out here doing that. And then we've got a power couple. I love power couples. We had a show dedicated about six months ago called the power couple and it was the it was a conversation about the rise of the power couple and how two people working together with one mission one alignment one dream uh, really can go further than doing it alone. And we've got a power couple in the house today. Boy, I'd say Ashley and Richard Kinney, they're the founder and the president of Your Web Guys. They're going to be on the show. And wrapping up our program today is going to be what I believe is it's one of those guys that's a leader, is a risk taker. Um, but what he's doing for the business community, the midsize, and the large companies, and even the small company guys, He is providing a way for them to really reach their dreams and reach their goals by making financing available to them, but he's got such a great story of leadership and risk-taking and the rewards that that pays off that he's going to join us a little bit later on in the show. Craig Reef from Texas Security Bank will be here a little bit later on in the show to wrap up our program. So as you can see, I'm excited about today's program. We've got value galore to bring you. By the way, if you're visiting our show for the first time today, let me just let you know that we are so grateful that you are with us today that it is going to be a show that you will find as a valuable investment of your time and for those of you who are visiting our show uh, again thank you for coming back let me just encourage you guys go to the jmamy.com check out my stuff on my personal website and also the for all of the archives and ways to stay in touch with me In studio with me this morning is the founder of iConnect Texas. And let me just say with you a little bit about Rebecca Flores Castro. I happened to meet her about a month and a half ago at an event that I was speaking at, and she happened to be one of the speakers there as well. And it was by an event held by another gentleman who's going to be on our show in uh, May. Miguel Martin is going to be on our show. He's got a phenomenal uh, organization that's doing tremendous things for the Latino community and for all the communities here in Dallas. But I met her at one of his events and I was so impressed by her, her story and what she's been able to do that we connected right away and had a chance to even have a little bit of uh, conversations prior to the show and get a chance to see to hear her dreams and see what she's looking to do for for those not only in the Dallas area, but really nationwide. So our first guest here for Spotlight Sunday is the founder of iConnect Texas, Rebecca Castro Flores. Rebecca, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much, Jay, for having me.
1: Rebecca, before we dive into all the things you've got going on, and you've got a lot going on. Yes, sir. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about your story. Share with us a little bit about about your background so people can get up to speed with who you are.
2: Absolutely. So uh, I started back uh, uh, over 20 years ago when I was 20 years old as an entrepreneur is when I actually first opened my first company. And so since then, I've been an entrepreneur for had different companies, uh, virtual assisting, doing community relations, helping nonprofit organizations, helping businesses, both um, small businesses and large corporations, basically reach out to the community and connect with the community. And of course, I've done real estate, which is what I do now. So I'm a realtor and investor and homeowner advocate.
1: Mm. So what inspired you to start iConnect Texas? And let me just say I, I really appreciate you doing that because I'm new to Texas, right? So I moved here from New York about two and a half years ago to be actually three years now in July that I'm living in Texas now, and I didn't know anybody when I moved out here. I mean, there was two people I knew. One of them didn't like me, <laughs> so thankfully the other guy did okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I know the importance of connecting people bridging the gaps, uh, with people. So I appreciate you doing this, but what inspired you to launch iConnect Texas?
2: Sure. That's a great question. So, um, uh, I actually am also a transplant from California. Mm. I, you know, I was born and raised in California and I moved out here about nine years ago. Um, I did real estate out there in California as well. But when I moved here to Texas, although I had family here, I still, you know, it was still a culture shock for me. Right. And so people who come from other states, um, Texas is unique in a lot of different ways. Not only their people, uh, the weather here, you know, the environment here, things like that. And so what I, what I started thinking is, you know, there has to be a way for us to connect with people on a different level. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing the value and the impact that people in the real estate profession specifically have when it comes to um, people moving to a new community. And it could be, you know, moving from one side of Dallas to the other. You know, there's so many things that change. And so I started really thinking about um, how can we impact the people that we serve as professionals. And I, and I really started thinking, well, not just real estate professionals, but really anybody who is um, in a position to impact the community on a deeper level. And so that's where I had the idea of doing iConnect Texas.
1: Well, there's no doubt about it. A lot of people moving to Texas, right? I mean, you're a real estate agent. You understand the numbers. There's so many people from all sorts, uh, from all walks of life, different parts of the country that are moving here. Right. What are you finding as as you're growing iConnect Texas? What are you finding is the greatest need that people have who are moving here new and looking to make those connections?
2: Sure. And you know, it's very interesting because this has evolved over time. Um, Originally, we were doing, you know, small events um, so that, you know, a lot of people go to networking events. We all know uh, networking events. And if you're a business owner, you know, you're familiar with them. But usually it's, well, how many people can you meet? How many business cards can you get? You know, if they don't have an immediate connection or need for you, you move on to the next person. Mm -hmm. And so we originally started of let's do these smaller events so that people really can get to know everybody that's in that room and, and connect on a deeper level. But what we found, obviously, after COVID is that um, people needed that even more. And especially as we grew into doing a lot of things virtually, mm-hmm. um, we started seeing the need for, you know, actually um, making those introductions and sharing the resources. And so we've evolved over the last year to not only do, you know, virtual events like so many others, but really take it to the the next level and provide those, those connections one-on one connections
1: who have you seen from these gatherings that you've had right zoom and boy what a time to start a group right, you started, right? It's, it's, uh, on the yes. cusp of uh, of the pandemic right right so i'm sure that wasn't in your game plan
2: no <laughs> right.
1: but you pivoted
2: always you right? know as as entrepreneurs that's one of the things that we do well is pivot absolutely
1: good and then now you went to zoom so obviously that didn't stop the movement which shows why uh, shows that a lot of people are interested in connecting um, but what kind of person usually is attracted that you've seen show up to your events or pops on the Zoom what do they do what's the de- the common denominator between all these people that are that are uh, coming on to your 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 events
2: Absolutely so I I feel like the common denominator is people that want to Again, I keep using the same word, connect, but it's really, uh, truly the the main reason why we do what we do. And I've had so many people over the years tell me, um, you know, I I'm in this industry or that industry, and it feels like you know, we just go go through customers and how do we, we really make them feel like part of the family. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I, I feel like that's kind of the number one thing that people who join us want to make a difference. You know, we all have the ability to spend $5, right? And so if we spend those $5, but you know, there's a more of a, an impact behind it, um, you know, we're able to create that ripple effect that we talk about. Mm -hmm.
1: So I, one of the things I would imagine is that the people that are looking for connections, they're looking to rebuild roots right like i was i needed to build new roots new friendships is that something that you're finding or seeing with the the folks that are showing up to your events they're they're making they're forging new relationships or is it like a one and done i'm i'm here i'm i left and and now they're searching for the next event, or are they, are they sticking around?
2: They're they're sticking around. And here's the thing: is you know, with uh, we, you know, we we have some of our own events, but we really like promoting other people's events as well. Okay. Um, and you know, to your point, um, connecting people to their local resources, right? And so, for example, where do they go to sign their kid up for Little League? Mm. You know, where can they get do- tutoring help, free tutoring help for their kids? Um, you know, if they, you know where where can they go to find a local church? You know, so how do we connect them so that they feel like they're part of a community versus you know how the, the word that they use as a transplant right mm-hmm. um and that's a, a common word that's used and you know so i really i don't i don't personally like that word to use it because it seems like they're you're being uprooted from somewhere else right um but i feel like it's you know something more of you know let's water that let's fertilize those roots so that they can grow
1: it's interesting. I wish I had met you 3 years ago when I was trying to find the Kroger. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> the Kroger, the pediatrician, I was yes. trying to find the car mechanic. You didn't right. know who was good, you didn't know who was going to rip yes. you off, right?
2: And so we had a we had a virtual expo wow. where we had everybody from a local coffee shop in Weatherford to, you know, a gal who did jewelry to um a fitness you know, gentleman oh, who, nice. you know, does the virtual fitness events. So we we really try to um, connect people, like I said, that have the same mentality of wanting to work together.
1: What person, because we have lots of listeners here, and if a person is wondering if this is for me or not, you know, there's people that are shy. Right? Absolutely. A, it's one thing to make new friends, but if you're shy to make new friends, you kind of go back into your corner and you stay there. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that person who is hearing the show? They like what you're talking about, but they're shy and they're not sure if they want to come out and meet people. What would you say to them?
2: You know, I would say... Um Give it a chance, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've met a, a lot of people, um, over my life who who you know compliment. Well, you're such a great communicator. You connect people really well. Well, I didn't start this way, mm-hmm. you know. It's you don't. You're not just born. I mean, some some people are obviously born with that skill, but you know, it was a learned um, skill. And I had a lot of great mentors in my life who taught me that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we grow daily. And so if you have just you know any kind of interest in Uh, Growing, then I feel like just take take the first step.
1: What's on the horizon for the organization?
2: So we are continuing. Actually, we have an event coming up um, this week. Oh, great. Um, so we're starting to do the live events as well again. Excellent. Um, but we are going to be doing some more of the community events. So community expos um, featuring a lot of the local small businesses, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the, the training. So even things like we had an author spotlight. How do you write your own book? Mm. You know, so things that people are interested in in. in, in, in in growing their lives and in, in enriching their lives.
1: And where can people learn more about the uh, iConnect Texas?
2: So we're on social media with iConnect Texas. And then we also can, uh, you can send us an email at iConnect Texas at gmail.
1: Rebecca, it's been awesome having you on the show. Keep doing what you're doing, and we're going to have you back with updates, okay?
2: Fantastic. Thank you, Jay. Have a good one. You too.
1: Folks, we'll be right back after the break. Hey, DFW friends. If you're looking to get minor painting done around the house this spring or have your whole house painted, then you need to call my friend Damien Declerc. He's been in the painting industry for 20 years, and his company, Pro Painting, is the future of the painting industry. They do detailed automized quoting so that you know the price is right. So whether the job is big or small, you can trust Pro Painting to get the job done right. At Pro Painting, they take the pain out of painting. Visit him at DFWpropainting.com. One of the books that I recently wrote has helped so many people that are stuck in this place where they are now in what I call a downward spiral. Hello everyone, this is Jay Mamie, and I want to encourage you to take a look at a book called Battling Invisible Enemies Facing Your Inner Struggles Head On. If you are struggling or being challenged by fear or anxiety or doubt or depression or discouragement, this book is for you. It's called Battling Invisible Enemies Facing Your Inner Struggles Head On. You can buy the book at jmamey.com.
3: If you drive a car, truck, SUV or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I
2: always use GetUpside. Some months I make $200 to $300.
1: I love getting money back for
3: things I use every day. It's just
1: free money for buying gas.
2: There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away.
3: Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code RACE for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code RACE for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code RACE.
1: Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. On the line right now is one of the fastest-growing organizations that is putting together like-minded, powerful, high-executive, thrive-minded individuals, not only around the country, but specifically here in the DFW area. And the founder of Taylor Mastermind, is on the phone with us right now. Burnell Taylor, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jay, my friend. It's great to hear your voice and to be with you. Thank you. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to share a little bit of what's going on in your world because today is Spotlight Sunday and you are a part of the Spotlight Sunday because what you're doing is bringing value, impact, and resources to the community, especially here. The focus of this Sunday is in the Dallas area. But before we dive into Taylor Mastermind, Brunel, can you share with us a little bit about your story?
4: Yes, I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, my background for uh, over 30 years, I was a, a connector of relationships in the retail marketing area of convenience stores. Uh, so I spent uh, over 30 years bringing together three different parties of um, Businesses, the, the manufacturers such as Kraft General Foods or Hershey, uh, the convenience store such as 7 Eleven Stores. That's where I actually started. Uh, and the third would be the the distributor such as McLean Company. And by bringing those three together, uh, we could just uh, multiply the ability of doing a promotion by many times over what any one of them could do alone. So, what inspired
1: you? to launch Taylor Mastermind? Because I don't think that it was something you were thinking about or was on your radar, let's say two, three years ago. Uh, obviously having the experience of bringing people together, I can see where that could parlay into the mastermind uh, organization you started, but what specifically inspired you to launch Taylor Mastermind?
4: Well, you might say I was kind of pushed into it. I'm not sure if that's the right term, but I, uh, my wife and I chose to serve a full-time Christian mission to Uganda in 2015, 2016. And in order to do that, because it was all on our dime, you know, we had, I closed down my businesses. I, I basically abandoned my career for a year and a half to, to go promote Christ in Africa. And upon our return, you know, then it was time to think, okay, now what? And it took me a little while to realize that the relationship business was really what I was all about. And I, you know, I'm... A, I guess, a student of Napoleon Hill and other people who are uh, Benjamin Franklin, others who have done those collaborative sorts of things. And it just seemed like a natural fit to me.
1: So when you started to put together the Taylor Mastermind, you decided to start working with top executives. Why did you focus on top executives as uh, as your starting point?
4: Well, top executives and uh, entrepreneurs, those mm-hmm. are my people. Mm-hmm. You know, I've uh, been an entrepreneur my, myself since I was in my mid-20s. Uh, entrepreneurs especially have got a sort of brain damage that the rest of the world doesn't understand. You know, we just think entirely different. You know, we approach things differently. Uh, our value system even is often different. And because those are my people, I wanted to, you know, give back and serve, I, I guess, my tribe, my my people who are, I, you know, the, the the people that kind of raised me, I want to, in turn, give back to them.
1: So in giving back as part of this group, I know that you you and I have had a chance to chat a little bit and learn more about what Mastermind uh, uh, is, what your group is up to, but you're creating teams, and I want you to share with us a little bit about this, because I think that there are a number of top executives and entrepreneurs that are looking for a way to get around like-minded people, thrive-minded people that are at the same level, they're playing at the same level uh, where they can share effective skills, strategies, and tactics, how has that worked out so far in the meetings and the mastermind events that you've held?
4: Well, first of all, I think it's important to to define what our purpose actually is. Uh, a mastermind is not a networking group mm-hmm. it's not it's not getting together, shaking hands, passing around business cards, and asking for referrals. you know there's there's a there's a, an arena for that, but that's not where we are. This is a, a very deep relationship with uh, eight to 10 uh, entrepreneurs or senior executives that get together and collaborate every single month in order to uh, solve their problems, share what we call the collective genius in the room mm-hmm. so that they can, they can magnify. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm answering that question right, uh, Jay, but that's, that's our purpose. That's what we're here for. It's not, it's not networking.
1: I'm glad you said that because there are a number of networking groups Uh, Today, there's no shortage of them. Certainly, there are new models that are popping up just about every month. And I think that for those that are burnt out from that networking model, nothing wrong with it, but this provides something that's new and fresh and really skill-enhancing much more than passing out a business card and hoping that somebody sends you some business. Uh, And I think that's what people are looking for, at least those that are looking to get to the next level in a very serious way. um, That's what they're looking for. But let's talk a little bit about the structure. I know you've got a very unique structure. If you can share with us a little bit about that.
4: Well, we we get together for three hours, and that is either a face-to-face engagement. We're doing one in Plano, uh, actually, in May. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's either a face-to-face or sometimes it's a virtual meeting where we we just get together and collaborate for three hours using a specific clock so we're we're very sensitive of how people are spending their time, and then we walk through that clock of how there we do a thing called a single focus, for example, where we spend a half an hour just talking about one person's issues
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh, we do a thing we do a thing called the deep dive where we we take all the problems around the table and we identify the one that's either the most pressing uh or the most prevalent among the group and we we spend almost forty five minutes talking about just that issue and so it's um I would say it's a very intimate relationship. It's uh, it, it's getting way beyond names and titles. It gets right down to the gut of who we are as individuals in business as well as personally.
1: What are you finding in your conversations now with a number of top executives and entrepreneurs? What are you finding is one of those common threads of change that they are, are looking to experience or a common challenge that you find that most of these individuals are all facing? Uh, can you share that with us? Do you know what that is? That common denominator of struggle?
4: Sure, you bet. Uh, not too many years ago, I think the the real issue was building the pipeline, filling up the you know, getting enough accounts, getting enough business. But that has shifted, and I, I think it was. Uh, I don't think it was driven by COVID. I think it was before that. But that has shifted, and so now most entrepreneurs or small business owners, their primary issue is getting and keeping good people. Uh, they, they seem to have plenty of orders. They just can't fill the orders because they haven't got enough good people that are loyal to them. So that's a big issue.
1: Yeah, I got I completely have to agree with that because as I'm having conversations with executives as well, that is one of their areas of frustration right now is that they, they've got the work they don't have the workers. <laughs> yes. they, they don't yeah. have the good people. And that's happening in no, a number of industries uh, from tech to, to, to construction. Uh, there's no shortage of opportunities. There's just shortage of, of sowers, right? Plenty of seed. it's just not enough sowers out there. Yeah,
4: uh, that's right. So why Dallas?
1: Why did you choose Dallas as the next area to expand Taylor Mastermind? <laughs>
4: Well, let's see. Let's start with Tex-Mex. I love Tex-Mex food. <laughs> I love barbecue. Um, I, I love the. Uh, I love Southerners. I've I've spent quite a bit of time. I spent a couple of years uh, a couple of years uh, when I was nineteen, twenty years old. I spent a couple of years there in the DFW area, and I just uh, I love the the visible Christian, good old boy, you know the soul of the DFW area. It's uh, it's an easy place to love because I've grown to love the people who live there.
1: So what happens now that you move, uh, you're expanding into, into Dallas? What are you looking for? What kind of person are you looking for um, to help grow another chapter of Taylor Mastermind?
4: Um, first of all, this is not for a wannapreneur. If mm-hmm. someone is, is, is pre-revenue or they're in the first uh, year of their business, unless they've run businesses before, um, it's not likely that they'll be a good fit. It has to be someone who is already profitable in their business, they're making progress, but they're trying to accelerate their their business evolution so that they can get there quicker. but uh, did I say that right, Jay? I'm not sure if I even explained that right. but but it's someone who is on the road and not not a beginner and someone you know it's not for big companies. Uh, it's for the small business owner who's in a, tr- a, a state of transition. They're moving somewhere.
1: No, listen, you, you explained that right. I, I think that your organization is not for the, the, the beginner, is for the seasoned entrepreneur, the seasoned executive that wants to get around people that have the same level of, of experience as they do, who have faced the same challenges that they faced, have found solutions that they can share. and And also at the end of the day, Uplift and encourage each other, right? Um, I, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with having new individuals who are just, you know, new in business or entrepreneurs. This just isn't that type of group. So, if somebody wanted to learn more, they're interested. They're listening to the show. They say, "Hey, I, I, I think. Uh, when are you going to be in town? Uh, I like to check you out." Where can they find your resources and your schedule and learn more about Taylor Mastermind?
4: Sure. Uh, uh, TaylorMastermind dot com mm-hmm. is easy enough to get to. If they'd like to reach me, I'd be happy to respond to them personally. Uh, Burnell, Bernell B E R N E L L at TaylorMastermind dot com. Folks, we're going to put
1: Bernell's information up on our website, Taylor Mastermind. I'm going to encourage you to check them out. If you are a high playing individual, playing at a high level, I mean, a top executive, an entrepreneur, somebody who wants to be held accountable, but also wants to get around others that will provide the information, the encouragement, the resources, Uh, also help you understand the landmines that they've gone through and how you, you can avoid them so that you can have a greater acceleration to success. I'm going to encourage you to check out Taylor Mastermind. Burnell, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today and look forward to seeing you when you come to Dallas.
4: Yeah, let's go get some Tex-Mex together.
1: (laughs) I'm for it, brother. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Bye-bye. Folks, we're going to be right back after the break. Chef Gorgie, the engineer turned chef, has created gourmet pasta sauces to help you make restaurant-quality gourmet dishes at home. Your family and friends will think that you've spent hours in the kitchen preparing that delicious meal. Made with quality ingredients and no added sugar, the award-winning sauces are available at DFW Area Whole Foods, Jimmy's Italian Food Store, Royal Blue, and of course, Gorgie's Restaurant, as well as on Amazon. And you can find them at GorgieGourmet.com.
2: Exhausted from your cancer battle or
5: another painful crisis? Are there people around you, but you still feel so alone? Bob Nienstadt felt that way. In his new book, My Crowded Solitary Journey, Bob shares the story of his cancer battle,
2: reconnection with God, and finding his strength in the solitary. Now available on Amazon and Kindle and paperback, order My Crowded
5: Solitary Journey today.
6: As the coronavirus pandemic continues to surge, healthcare officials are working around the clock to get as many people vaccinated as possible. In DFW, vaccination megacenters have been set up in Dallas, Tarrant, and Collin Counties. But you must pre-register. Walk-up appointments are not available. Anyone interested in getting a shot should contact their respective health department to register. A link to sign up for your vaccination is on our website at klif.com. If
7: you're worried about your hard-earned dollars becoming worthless or your 401k or IRA losing value, now is the time to move into gold. No, not gold or silver stocks, but real gold and silver you can actually hold in your hands. How do you get real gold and silver? By calling Oxford Gold today at 833-600-GOLD. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you need to know about owning real gold and silver. It's a lot easier than you think. Call the Oxford Gold Group right now at 833-600-GOLD to get your free gold and silver investment guide. Put your savings and retirement accounts into something real, like gold and silver. Get your free Oxford Gold Group investment guide today and learn how easy it is to have real gold and silver delivered to your home or how you can have real gold and silver in your retirement account. Don't sit back and watch your savings and retirement accounts suffer. Now is the time to make your money work as hard for you as you did for your money. So do this. Call the Oxford Gold Group right now, today, 833-600-GOLD. That's 833-600-G-O-L-D.
1: Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Boy, we are rocking it this morning with our Sunday Spotlight Show. And yet another fantastic spotlight joins me in the studio today. You know, I'm a big fan of power couples. I said earlier in the show that we had a show way back in about November that was called Rise of the Power Couple. And we had four fantastic couples that were part of the show who shared their story of working together uh, in order to encourage each other, empower each other, and just get to that next level a whole lot faster. And uh, we've got the same scenario in this third segment of our Spotlight Sunday with Richard and Ashley Kinney, the founders of Your Web Guys, are here in the studio today. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank
8: you. Thank you. Glad to have us.
1: All right. Well, I'm happy that you're here. Before we get into everything that I want to talk about and, and the goodness of what you guys do and how you make an impact and how you help businesses and all the wonderful services that you offer uh, to the folks here in Dallas, but really not not just Dallas, anywhere, right? Anywhere. Let's hear your story a little bit to get people up to speed on what you used to do. How'd you meet? And how'd you decide to work together?
8: So um, we we were high school sweethearts. Um, got married at 18, which was foolish enough. Um, found whenever I was, uh, a young married to, to uh, take care of my, my young bride, I needed to figure out a way to earn money and, and waiting tables didn't cut it. Um, didn't want to stay in school who we had done with that. So, uh, started, uh, started selling, learned uh, I had a talent for sales, sold everything from used cars to security systems and everything in between. Um, hated outside sales because I didn't like being outside in the Texas heat and knocking on doors, loved or hated outside, or inside sales because I didn't like the hours. So found online sales where I can work the hours that I want, but I don't have to be outside to do it. So that was the perfect fit for us. Um, Started the company because when we moved to a a small town um, just to open up a a photography studio, which I'm sure Ashley will talk about in a second because that's her baby, um, found that as we were finishing out the space that uh, all the other folks that were neighbors that were businesses had problems with their website. You know, they'd say, Mm -hmm. well, what do you do for a living? So it's a photography studio. Now, what do you do? I guess I'm a web designer and they say, Oh God, thank goodness. Our websites you know, domains don't do And it's like, well, I guess I can help. Um, And that's when I realized that most small businesses are underserved by the industry. Um, The web design industry either has, you know, the small do it yourself solutions like the Wix and the Weebly's, which are great, but they're free and you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the next step is the kind of boutique firm and deep elm that charges, you know, 10 grand for a website. And there's really not much in between. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where your web guys comes in. We, we take care of, the clients that need the, the the space between there, and that's okay. that's the, the the reason why I opened the company because I needed, I, I found an opportunity. I'm not a geek, but you know I'm an entrepreneur, and okay. it, was, it was just good space for us to be in. So
1: Ashley, you've got a very interesting story. You used to be a nurse, and now you're <laughs> stuck in web stuff <laughs> with that guy,
5: right? I, so that is a really funny story. Basically, we've grown up together, and I've I've learned a lot, not just from nursing back from. 1995 and for 11 years but whenever I uh decided to go into school for nursing I actually had that pathway of can you be a photographer can you be a nurse way back in the day and everyone said oh you're a female you can't be a photographer and I said well you know I really want to make people smile so I wound up becoming a nurse and helping people long story short 11 years I got burnt out because I was in charge of everything um No one would take the time to do everything in the office, so I was the one that took over and and handled everything for the doctors, Uh, trilingual prescriptions, post-op, pre-op, neurosurgery, physical therapy, everything in between, and traveling. So what happened was um, basically a patient didn't like the adenitis prescription and uh, tried to drive through the office. And whenever he did, then I was going to put in my notice, which I'd already been thinking about because I had so many patients and I had so many clients for photography. And there was that split in the way where you just choose your path. And obviously the path of making people smile for photography was much easier than someone driving through an office, mm-hmm. any, um, day. any day, yeah, any day. <laughs> that was a fun phone call by the way. It was, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> terrifying, um, And so the doctor called me in before I could give my resignation and said, I'm going to give you a very hefty severance pay. And I realized that you're right and that I've got to go ahead and retire. He retired off to Vegas, gave me a full year severance after I'd only been there two and a half years, paid me out in full after uh, five years is what I was supposed to get full severance. And he said, I want to make sure that you start your studio. And um, I knew that you were very talented because I decorated his whole office with my photography. And um, so that's how we started Kenny Studios and your web guys. We actually started as a studio and a firm in Red Oak together. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in the same location as we are today. We just have located from the Red Oak area to the North Dallas back in 2014 we moved. We opened in 2004 in Red Oak and moved over to North Dallas in the Farmer's Branch area to 2014. And we service nationwide and are expanding into San Antonio and Houston at this point and growing
1: teams. Wow. So your roles are very different. Uh, Richard, you do something— you're more the technical I do guy. Something. Right? Right. <laughs> you, you do something with technical. <laughs> and Ashley does not. <laughs> right. So, so why don't you go ahead and share what you do, Richard, as sure. part of the as part of the, the power team.
8: So so it's hard to tell on radio, but um Ashley's the exact opposite concept of a radio face. So she is the reason why she is the face and, and the much more pleasant person to speak to um, in, in uh, you know, networking and relationship building. So she's our, our image and branding, branding consultant, as well as our photographer. Um, one of several photographers, actually. Now, initially, it was just made sense to have a photographer on staff. Um, and that just blossomed. Like, so Ashley's much better than just a photographer. Um, I personally um, don't do much of the geek stuff anymore. Um, you know, originally, I was, I was the one writing the code when it was just kind of my day job. Um, but when our first son came along, I realized that uh, if I went on vacation or, you know, went to the hospital to, to be with my son or, or my wife that had just given birth, the company disappeared. So, you know, it was time to, to systemize things and, and create a company. And, and that's what we've been doing for the past decade or so. Um, so that's kind of my role is, is that executive, you know, C-suite um, level leader that, that kind of points the way for things and makes sure that uh, all the things are running properly and all the different texts that, that we do keep um we keep them chained up in the basement we, we feed fish heads and codes right around, but, yeah, and, and that's that's one of our unique value propositions as well as our, our clients don't ever talk to geeks mm-hmm. um because geeks are not pleasant people <laughs> and so uh we like i said we keep them chained up they do the work and they do excellent work but um when they interface with normal humans um we, we try not to speak geek and 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 our, our clients appreciate that and they're able to deal with things without having to go through the geek world that is the internet
1: well, I, I think that's the, that's one of those areas where people find pleasant because you're right. I'm the kind of person if you talk to me and it is way above my ability to understand, you you've lost me. Yeah. And you could be speaking about something so important, but you lost me. Yep. So I think it's a good idea to keep the geeks in the basement.
8: <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they like it there.
1: They yeah, they like it people <laughs> But people But but you're you guys are known for, and I don't know if you, Ashley, you want to share this or you want to share this, uh, Richard. Uh, you're known for giving a website health check. Hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> what is a website health
8: check? So one of the things that, that we discovered, um, actually, I was writing a blog post four or five, six years ago, and I started listing out like all the kind of pitfalls that, that people have. Like I said, you know, those neighbors saying, oh, we've got this problem and that problem. Well, that, that started it. But then as the years went by, I started making a list of all the, the the geek things that you have to worry about to have a website, even though you're not a geek when you're a normal human. And, and it's, a, it's a beating. Um, everything from, you know, your domain to your DNS settings, to your, to your MX records, to your, you know, not just the HTML and your SEO and all the other alphabet soup that's out there as I, as I lapse into geek speak myself, but all that stuff is interdependent when it has a good website and websites are mission critical now. So if any one of those little pieces goes bad, the whole thing's toast. Mm -hmm. And that means that then the person that's running their business, the small business owner, who's usually, you know, chief cook and bottle washer is not cooking and, and washing bottles anymore, they're dealing with their website. And so to prevent that, we want to make sure that they go in and they it's partially automated. They can go in and put their email address in, or I'm sorry, their, their domain in there. And it'll do a bunch of checks from a robot and then they'll contact us and we'll finish it out and actually look at it as a human. We do that free of charge. Excellent.
1: Guys, hear that? Free of charge, a website health check. I've never heard of a website health check. That's pretty unique. But Ashley, you're also involved in connecting people. We've had guests so far on the show that are all about connecting people. What are you doing in your world to sort of connect people here in Dallas?
5: I actually connect nationwide, and that's one of the things that I seek out specifically. And I think part of it comes from the nursing background. Some of it comes from the photography, but really it's all about nurturing and consulting and working in your image and branding and the health of your website and company. So it's all integrated together in that relationship, building and connecting, How I specifically do that is whenever I see someone in need that has reached out to me, that's the first thing on my mind. How can I help you? I always say, how can I be of service? And our tagline specifically is, we will build your website so that you can build your business. And that's really what we want to do. We want to help you build your business. And so collaborations are really big for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say for me, but really... I want to see the people that are the low man on the totem pole and really struggling because I want to bring them up. There are people that have spent $30,000 on a website. That is not what what we charge. Mm -hmm. Just to let you know, that's not a normal fee. Um, We've seen people being taken advantage, and that's why we have the website Health Check so that we can connect that way. We have events, like we've got a Mother's Day event coming up. Anytime there's a holiday, we try to do headshots. Um, we do client launches to make sure that there's a live website and there's a celebration press party and um, a- collaborations all over the nation
8: yeah because i mean it really is the wild wild west out there when the web design industry it's it's fairly new and there's no rules there's no law there's no case law governing any of this Mm. any any tom dick or harry can hang out a shingle and say he's a webmaster and and charge whatever he wants you know and and as long as somebody writes him a check then that's what they get and and they can get so badly destroyed we get so many horror stories about stuff like that wow well, I'm glad that you guys are around here defending and looking out
1: for the folks. <laughs> at least when it comes to web design, uh, web security, web health check, and connecting people with the the right resources to thrive. So that's why you guys are on the show. I appreciate you being here. Where can people learn more about your web guys? Obviously, you can go to yourwebguys.net.
8: Um, that is our website. It's uh, fairly well there. Um, we've got a nice little robot that'll answer questions for you or get you in touch with the real human if you want to deal with the human. Um, it gives all kinds of information about what we do, how we do it, and and uh, uh, we'd be happy to sit down with you and at no charge, go over your website or your situation and see how we can help and, and what it would cost to do so. And we, if you're happy to do business with us, that's great. If you don't, then we'll part ways as friends.
1: All right. Well, power couple doing powerful things here in DFW <laughs> and beyond. Thank you for being on the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Folks. We'll be right back after the break. Hey everyone, Jay Mamie here from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I want to encourage you to visit my merchandise store. You can find it at the JMamie.com. A number of my inspirational, thought-provoking, action-stoking phrases and quotes that have been so much in demand over the last four or five years now are available in print you can print them on your favorite coffee mug print them on a poster take my thrive-minded content with you wherever you go visit my store at the jmamey.com in his book the cadence of excellence author and top sales leadership coach and advisor in the world of business to business sales my recent guest matt mcdarby uses real life examples to highlight how to make better leadership and training decisions today that will have a huge impact on you and the people that you lead the cadence of excellence and his new book the ultimate differentiator are both available now on amazon
8: passion strong feelings of enthusiasm or excitement an emotion for which there is no replacement and a virtue ingrained in the customer service experience at Mercedes-Benz of Plano online at mbplano.com.
3: Ronald Reagan said freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It's not passed down in the bloodstream. We have to fight for it, protect it, and that's why you need to be listening to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr from 7 to 8 every Sunday night right here on KLIF. American Ground Radio digs deep into the issues and into the principles that made this country great in the first place, reminding us all the greatness of America really comes from the greatness inside every one of us. Tune in every Sunday night at 7 right here on klif
6: vehicle safety goes beyond seat belts and airbags maintenance evaluations with each oil change can save you time and money down the road north texas automobile dealers provide factory authorized parts and factory certified technicians find a dealership near you at ntxad.com
1: welcome back to thrive time with jay mamie welcome back everyone to the jay mamie talk show our final spotlight for this afternoon It's going to be someone that I believe will inspire you for those of you that are looking for things that can make your not only your life better, but if you're a business person or if you're an executive, if you're looking for ways to enhance your business, uh, but do it in a way that's not only strategic, but with a degree of calculated risk, then you want to hear the story of our final spotlight today. Texas Security Bank's founder, Craig Sheaf, is in our studio today, and there's a reason why I wanted him in here, because his story is compelling for those who are, are interested in the possibilities of doing more and doing better, but are concerned about the risk and what it entails, and his story will help you know and understand what it takes in order to make a calculated risk and to do something much, much greater than your current situation. So, Craig, welcome to the show, brother. Glad to have you.
0: Jay, thanks for having me.
1: Craig, before we get started, can you share a little bit about your story with our audience? Sure. So uh, I grew up for the most part in Plano,
0: Texas. Uh, prior to that, in, in, prior to that, my family had lived all over the United States. My father was a civil engineer, and we moved to Plano uh, in '74, which was summer after my fifth grade. Plano was just exploding year after year. It was one of the fastest growing cities in 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 the U.S. and um, so graduated from Plano High School back when they only had one, one school and, and played football at Plano and then played in college. Mm. So I went to college at a small regional state universe, university in Oklahoma called East Central University. It's in, in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and got my business degree there in marketing and uh, had a wonderful time. It was a great experience. Then immediately went in uh, to, to my uh, master's program at the University of North Texas. And after that, I knew I wanted to get into type, some type of technical sales, and so after doing some research on on banking and commercial banking in particular, I decided to get my master's in in finance, and and uh, so then in 1988, I, I joined First Interstate Bank, which was the predecessor to Wells Fargo Bank, and mm-hmm. went through their training program, and uh, spent about 15 years with the First Interstate. Uh, Wells Fargo organization, and uh, managed a team of bankers. And then in 2003, I had an opportunity to go to work for Bank of Texas. And Bank of Oklahoma owns Bank of Texas. And they'd come down to uh, Texas and bought a number of independent banks and community banks. And they asked me to run one of them. And that's where I got exposed to owner-managed businesses. Mm -hmm. Because the bank that they asked me to run um, had previously been a smaller bank, so they did smaller loans given their capital size. And these were owner-managed businesses, true entrepreneurs, and really saw that I could add value to, to, to these
1: organizations. And that's where I came up
0: with the idea for Texas Security Bank.
1: Excellent. So what inspired you uh, to launch, really to go on your own? You were cushy. Things were going well for you, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you decided, okay, I'm learning enough but it's time for me to sort of spread my wings and do something that I could uh, be the owner manager of. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the inspiration that yeah. motivated you to? Start? Yeah.
0: So uh, number one, we all like adding value. You got mm-hmm. a job and you, you, you feel like you're doing good things. You're helping people. It kind of gives you purpose. Um, but then just also the appreciation for what owner managed businesses uh, contribute uh, to this this country. Um, They pay the majority of the federal income tax and uh, the majority of uh, property taxes, payroll taxes. But they also, especially newer businesses, true entrepreneurs, are responsible for creating the lion's share Mm -hmm. of the vast majority of jobs in this country. So as Winston Churchill once said, um, free enterprise is the strong horse that pulls the whole cart. And the inspiration really came from just hearing story after story of these business owners on how they got started. The sacrifice that was involved, the risk that they took, Mm -hmm. um, uh, going years without vacation, being the last to get paid, sweating payroll. And then you look at them today and a lot of them are doing pretty good. A lot of them failed, but a lot of them are doing pretty good. And, and, And so now they have a standard of living. That uh, people look at and are, are somewhat enviable uh, about, and it was uh, at at a juncture, kind of in in our country, where um, the top one percenters were being demonized with zero appreciation for for what they contributed, and um, so that's where you know the again the idea for the bank came in in terms of you know our mission statement, our reason for getting out of bed every morning is to elevate the champions of free enterprise, mm. because the free enterprise system. Is responsible for bringing more people out of poverty. That's right. Than than any other economic system devised uh, by man, and and so uh, um, if if anybody has a desire to abate poverty, which we all do, mm-hmm. um, you know, a good starting point is creating uh, an environment where free enterprise can thrive.
1: I'm a big free enterprise guy, Craig. I really am. I've been since 13 years old. Good. Good for you. (laughs) Since 13 years old. So what are the common challenges? Let's talk a little bit about the business community, the business climate, Mm post-pandemic. Let's say recovering from a pandemic, right? Right. I wouldn't say we're post just, just yet. But what are some of the common challenges that you're finding as you are out uh, working in the, the business community mm-hmm. that they're, they're, they're facing? Well, thank goodness for Paycheck Protection. Uh, you know, it wasn't perfect, um, mm-hmm.
0: but in terms of getting uh, the money or the majority of the money to the people that need it, it uh, was pretty good. And we played uh, in the Paycheck Protection uh, Program in a very, very substantial way. Um, for the size of our bank, uh, I honestly don't think there's any bank in the country that did as much as a percentage of capital. Uh, than we, we did because that it was our mission statement, right? Mm-hmm. To elevate right. the champions of free enterprise. So one of the things that we did uh, was we saw the shutdown coming. Obviously, we got out ahead of the Paycheck Protection Program. We were very proactive on loan payment deferrals because the, the uncertainty, things we look back now and say, you know, we got through, it was, wasn't that bad. It was bad, but we didn't know how bad it was going to be, and so Um, we were proactive on getting payment uh, deferrals to the the people in the industries we really thought were at risk. Mm -hmm. And, um, but, so the challenge I would say is there's a a fair amount of liquidity out there in the market now. Okay. Even though, even though companies are maybe struggling from an operating standpoint, a lot of them are sitting on cash. And so one of the things that we did as part of the payment deferral program and people who are, uh, who have paycheck protection is to to get them on a 13-week cash flow forecast, so they can see 90 days ahead and um, where they get from week to week, uh, get better and better and better at forecasting collections and forecasting uh, disbursements, so they can know how long is that liquidity that we we have uh, going to last. So getting visibility uh, and uh, a line of sight into you know hey we're you know we're going to make it. So that's a challenge. And then, obviously, we're all, we're all still trying to figure out what the new remote work environment is going to look like. That's right. We've, we've all learned some things, uh, myself included, uh, about – and, by the way, the Paycheck Protection Program, you know, we did that with 80-plus percent of our people working remotely. So getting them stood up at home and having connectivity and capabilities was, was a big part of it. But now that we have it, people are like, well, you know, this is <laughs> – a pretty good deal. Now there's some culture things that you got to work through. Cause there's not as much um, water cooler talk and stuff that really kind of is part of building a culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we have probably, we got 70 employees and you know, I'd say that three quarters of them have more than a, a, a 30 minute commute. And so uh, they've uh, uh, when you add that up over the course of a month, that's a lot of hours that can be shared in terms of their work life balance mm-hmm. with Additional productivity for us, so we're all just trying to figure out what that's going to look like long term.
1: There are a number of banks, commercial banks, that also offer lending to small businesses. Uh, But in your experience, what are how are your programs different from some of the other commercial banks? Right. So, uh, as part of elevating
0: the champions of free enterprise, what we 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 saw what what I saw what uh, from my experience at Bank of Texas was that business owners. The majority of business owners, I'd say 80% of people who start businesses, if they have a college degree, it's not in one of the businesses. Wow. Maybe a attorney, a dentist, a psychologist, or whatever. And so they're starved for information. So what we have done since the beginning, it have always been very continuing education based. So entrepreneurs and business owners, um, Number one, we have a curriculum we go through bi weekly with, with our bankers on actually how to run a business. So when they sit down with a business owner, um, they can have a rich conversation, solution oriented conversation about um, how do we get from our current state to our desired future state. We have a speaker series that's all a la carte training monthly, mm-hmm. and it's topics where we bring in subject matter experts on everything germane to running an enterprise mm-hmm. to provide uh, training. And in last year, I, probably put over a thousand business owners and their, their key wow. players through it. Wow. And then we have an Academy, which, uh, and we have an executive director of education. So we have an Academy uh, that's a one year program, 50 years, uh, 50 hours of classroom time over the course of a year. Uh, it's three hours every other week. And we start all the way at the beginning, accounting one and two to how to fund a business, to marketing, branding, management, all the way to, the inevitable, which e- e- either we're going to prepare this business to sell or we're going to put together a succession plan. So education by far is, is our, our uh, uh, differentiator in terms of our brand.
1: In our last uh, minute here, people love testimonies, right? They relate to testimonies the stories of others. Can you share a recent testimony of uh, a business or a client that Texas Security Bank has helped in a very significant way?
0: Yeah, there's been, you know, almost, you know, we did 950 uh, paycheck protection uh, loans and um, we were able to turn around those loan requests in, in, in 48 hours and fund those loans. And so there's literally hundreds and hundreds of unsolicited testimonies that came from those people. Wow! But a lot of them, it's just putting them, introducing them uh, to certain disciplines that help them understand their business better. So when rough times come, they come up with solutions that are that are more effective. Craig, where
1: can people go to learn more about Texas Security Bank?
0: You go to texassecuritybank.com. Look at that website. It's chock full of content on every topic possible.
1: Craig, we appreciate you being on the show today, my friend. Look forward to seeing you again soon. All right. Thank you so much, Jay. Folks, we're going to be... Coming back next Sunday for another hour of Thrive Time. Today's Spotlight Sunday has been fantastic. We'll see you next Sunday.